Welcome to the Right Doctors Podcast of MQAICOG TV. Welcome to ASOG 2018 Bhuvaneshwar. I am Dr. Shao Ingole and you are watching me live on MQAICOG TV. I am glad to have with me the esteemed personality, Professor Dr. Hiralal Konar sir. Sir is the professor Kolkata National Medical College and Hospital Kolkata. Uh, sir is Fox representative to Asia Oceanic Federation of Obstetric and Gynecology. Sir was the past chairman for Indian College of Obstetric and Gynecology, the past president for Bengal Obstetric and Gynecologic Society, past vice president for Foxy and past chairperson for Foxy. Sir is also uh, the author of many books in obstetric and gynecology. Uh, so I welcome you sir uh, in this talk uh, based on your recent talk in ASUG 2018 at Bhuvaneshwar uh, I would like to um, listen from you and uh, understand from you uh, regarding one of the rarest congenital abnormality that is seen in female the mullerian malformation how common is this problem and how usually the patient presents with the mullerian malformation thank you mr sahu uh, it is nice that uh, you have raised all these um, queries in your mind uh, to understand this important issue. Mullerian malformations basically you know that the, it is a specialized tissue that uh, we define it in the embryonic life meaning that when we are within the um, womb during our um, conception time five to six weeks so early and this is the tissue, Mullerian tissue, that uh, differentiates, that divides in the different segments to form the ultimate reproductive tract of a female. We have got different tissues like mesonephric tissue or Wolfian tissue in male, Mullerian tissue in female. And this Mullerian tissue component divides in the different parts to give rise to the ultimate organ of the womb that is known as the uterus, the cervix, the fallopian tube, the butt passage otherwise known as the vagina. All the organs reproductive tract is formed from that of the Mullerian component as well as little bit of the other tissue like urogenital sinus. So this is the total information. And once usually once the development is a normal process and correctly there is no problem we are all normal. But problem arises when there arises that arises the problem of undifferentiation or maldevelopment. There creates all the problem that meaning that the butt passage or the vagina is not developed or partly developed, partly blocked, or the womb, otherwise known as the uterus in our term, is not developed or partly developed as if as a rudimentary form that doesn't function. So there creates the problem and such women, such girls rather, during the process of birth is very difficult to identify this sort of abnormality. Only we come to know when the girl grows, come to a phase of adolescent life and especially during the time of onset of menstruation, we call it menarche, and if she the girl does not start her menstruation at the optimum age, say 13, 14 or 15. By that time, the family members, especially the mother or the grandmother becomes worried. And thereby um, asking the girl and coming to know that she is not, despite the normal health and age, she is not having the menstruation, onset of menstruation, then they seek the problem of advice of the doctor, specialist. And that's the reason. 
Even then there are girls or women, they, they get menstruation but they don't uh, get their baby, even if they are married. And once they are uh, failing to have their baby or even if they get become pregnant and get their repeated miscarriage problem, then they seek the advice of the doctor and then we start investigations, meaning that examining the girl or examining the woman and going some investigations. Then we come to know what specific area the defective or maldeveloped or non-development. So this is the way we come to know whether this girl is suffering from the problem of agenesis of the vagina or rudimentary uterus development or absent uterine development and then we formulate these uh, management issues. Yeah. So sir, what are the different types of Mullerian malformation which are commonly seen? Usually, uh, it goes by different names. Interestingly, the the, um, the um, by the name of these inventors that they first observed, commonly known as the Rocky Tansky syndrome. But there are many persons involved, and Mayer, Koster, um, There are many uh, scientists involved that they detected the problem first. It's a long back, and now then, uh, depending on that, the, we have got the different uh, type of classification. Currently, you see, American Society of uh, Fertility, they have got a good classification. And we usually follow that classification. In that way, that of the uh, maldevelopment of the vagina or vaginal agenesis, or associated with that of the uh, cervical agenesis or uterine agenesis or maldevelopment or partial development. In this way, there are different classifications. And there is a lot of divisions are there, class 1, 2, 3, 4. In this way, we go by that. So basically, uh, depending on the specific organ, um, partial development or maldevelopment, we classify that uh, the problem and accordingly we know the severity of the problem and the management issues. Okay. So sir, what are the modes of uh, management of uh, malaria malformation and how a girl or woman will get benefited from this uh, management? Right. This is a really, really important issue that once we investigate the girl, we examine the girl clinically and take the history, examination and organizing some investigations these days, sonography commonly and there are other investigations including that MRI, magnetic resonance imaging. We come to know actually which area is the defective, where is the malagenesis or maldevelopment. Say for example the common one is that of the vaginal agenesis. If the birth passage is not developed, they are the, um, the girl won't menstruate. Often there is association with maldevelopment of the uterus too in this problem. So these cases, uh, management issues to some extent difficult if there is combined absence of the, both the organs like uterus and the vagina and that of the uh, management issue. We can, if the isolated devel development, maldevelopment or absent in the development of the vagina, it is to some extent good. It is easily corrected and uh, technique that reconstructions of the vagina. We do that and once the communication is established with that of the womb above and the birth passage below, she becomes almost normal. She, they get their normal conjugal life, she can marry, get their normal conjugal life, normal menstruation and she can have her baby too, provided the other organs are normal. Like the, the eggs are coming up from the ovary. Developmentally they are the different. So usually isolated maldevelopment or agenesis of the vagina that could be reconstructed 
and these girls are helped in a lot in the sense that they get their menstruation back, they can marry, they can have their baby too. But problem lies when there is combined malformations like that of the birth passage malformation as well as that of the uterine malformation or along with that of the cervix, what we call the another part of the uterus. Combined malformation is usually the outcome is different. Usually reconstructive surgery we can do uh, to help them in a way that if they can, if they are married, they can have the normal conjugal life. But difficulty rises because the womb or the uterus is not there, so they can't have their baby of their own. If the uterus is partially developed, then we can reconstruct it. If the uterus has got some maldevelopment in the form of there, the two two wombs are there, we can unify. If there is a septum or partition between the two, we can remove the partition. These days with the aid of hysteroscopy, endoscopic surgery. That means we need to get our management armamentarium, all the types, like that of the surgery, hysteroscopy, laparoscopy, all sorts of investigations we do. And we use them in the management issue also. So if there is a partition between the two wombs, we can remove that. Those cases are benefited. We reconstruct the vagina and the partition is removed they will get their baby also, normal conjugal life, menstruation. But if the womb is not there or it is so poorly developed that only bulbs are there, small knobs we say, we can create the vagina so that they can have their married life, conjugal life, but they won't menstruate because the womb is not there. Neither they can conceive. But these days, as you know, with the aid of all the uh, newer methodology like your, what we call the ART, assisted reproductive technology, she can have her baby. You know, the eggs, the womb, the, the ovaries, that uh, what we call in terms of uh, the ovaries, that the germ cells, so the eggs are coming up from there. So with the aid of, with the help of the assisted reproductive technology or that of the IVF, we can get the egg. And if she's married, we can get the um, sperm from the husband assisted reproductive technology, IVF, fertilization, and surrogacy. The mother, somebody, if they agree with that, of this, um, with that, their help. So she can have her baby with, of their own, meaning that the, uh, the woman with her egg, husband with the sperm, and fertilization outside with the aid of the assisted reproductive technology, IVF, and then transferring to somebody that she will carry the baby for this couple uh, and then they can have a, they have the baby of their own so uh, genetic material the issue that we are having of our own they can have their baby so this is the advantage now of knowing this problem sorting out this investigating the problem where lies the problem and the treatment modalities they can sometimes if the depending on the severity of the malformation they can have their own baby or they can have to some extent uh, with their own material, genetic material that we are looking for. And with the help of some other surrogate mother, surrogate mother, they can have their own baby. Right, so as this is being one of the rarest uh, congenital malformations seen in girls, what will be your key message, the crisp message to the gynecologist when they come across such kind of a congenital malformation? Um, once this is the main thing is this, uh, what my personal feeling is this, social awareness. 
that uh, once the parents come to know that there is some sort of defect in the girl, uh, they become depressed. They feel that probably it is uh, not going to be treated and this stigma is there that you know in our society. But to my feeling these days working in over the years in Calcutta and with my, with my lectures in the different parts of the country and there are gynecologists, they are also interested in doing such sort of corrections, reconstructive surgery. So with this awareness more and more patients are being, uh, parents are coming to us and we are detecting these abnormalities and once it is detected and we can um, sort out the problem to a major extent. But I am talking of there are the major anomalies are very rare. So the, uh, the commoner anomalies that could be uh, detected, that could be sorted out, that could be treated and then uh, it can be, well, they can have their own marriage, this conjugal life and even the baby. So um, lots of the problem has been resolved, it, can, it has been overcome. So thank you so much sir for uh, such a wonderful discussion and uh, giving a talk on uh, the one of the rarest congenital malformation, yeah. the Mullerian malformation. So thank you very much sir. Thank you. You from the world's best medical minds to audiences worldwide. The Right Doctors is a Google Launchpad digital health startup and is a knowledge partner of choice for medical conferences, CME, speciality journals and scientific events from the field of medicine. If you like this podcast, share it with your friends and visit our website www.therightdoctors.com.